What's going on, folks, and welcome back to the Bearded Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Les McDaniel, and I am thrilled to be with you once again. Here today, we are going to be jumping into part two of People of Peace. And what does that even mean? Why do we need people of peace? What does that look like? And, and you know, I mean, maybe I'm going to get a little bit more preachy today, but we're going to stick within this theme of what I really believe it is to live into this way of life that truly promotes more love, more peace, more hope, more faith, more inspiration in our world because we are at need of liberated leaders. We need those liberated leaders that are truly worth following. Speaking of, are you one of those? Well, guess what? This show is here to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck, and to liberate that leader within you so that you can truly become a leader worth following. And we do this by, well, dripping wisdom on you throughout the day on all of our social channels. You can find me at epicfusion.life on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find me on TikTok and YouTube at Bearded Wisdom, like the podcast name, Bearded Wisdom. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. Just so you know, guys, this people of peace thing is one of those that is really, really exciting because I recognize that it's one of those places in my life that I have struggled with the most. What I can tell you is I hate being misunderstood. I don't know, have you ever experienced that moment where you where you go out with your best foot forward with the highest of your intentions being to truly be in support, to care for, to love someone, only to find that all they can do is nitpick and tell you that you're not enough, that you're not doing it right, that you've and they've completely misunderstood your intentions. Man, I can feel that. I can feel that um, alongside of you. And I've spent way too much time there. And I hope that today that what you're going to hear from me as we talk about people of peace, that you're going to begin to find your people. And, and I don't mean just the people that you want to be with, because I have had a strong challenge in my life of surrounding myself with people that I thought were, quote, people of peace, which they were. I'm not, I'm not saying that they weren't people that I, I don't think they were out there trying to, to create problems or to, to make more chaos or to disrupt my life in particular. But they're people that maybe we put up on those platforms of life. Those people that we think, well, if I could just get close enough to such and such, or if I just could have just a moment with that person, man, that would sure benefit me. And, and I think it's an important place for me to start here because I want to recognize the fact that I do have a tendency in my life when I am connecting as a connector, as someone who really likes to make different connections with folks, I'm often too quick to want to make those connections for my benefit and not with a true mutual win-win and really not even a win-win. It's really just about me truly authentically caring 100% for that person. And what I recognize in those times is that person that is me in that moment is often undergoing several transformational challenges in his life or some uncertainty or some areas in life where he wants to, where I want to explore a higher level of who I am or to take my, my passion, my desire to truly be a more loving, caring person and to implement this in the world and business and in life and in a way that is more cohesive and whole for leaders in our world, sometimes I can find myself not actually in tune with that very mission and therefore leaning on others to, to support me in, 
being that for myself. I, I don't know if that totally makes sense. And I want to I want to recognize in that moment that it's not me being a person of peace in those moments. There's there's that moment of in the sales process. We'll go with this. I remember when I was in real estate, they would talk about commission breath. And it's that that breath of a salesperson, that breath of a person who is desperately in need of getting that sale, that person who is definitely not at peace within themselves, in their whether it be their person, their purpose, their place, their provision, or their personal health. They, there's some place there that is disruptive, and therefore they themselves, the number that they represent that is over their head of peace on that scale of zero to 100% peaceful is something that may not be very peaceful at all. And when, we're, when we are in that stage and we're leaning into those spaces and places and we're leaning on others to find our peace within those categories, we may be missing something. You see, the foundation of our, of our very existence is peace. And it is us who has covered over this with so many other voices and noise and distractions and things that we like to, to, to distract ourselves with, like playthings, like big experiences or whatever. And I'm not saying any of those things are wrong to have, but when they become the things that we are imposing upon our lives and that foundation, and they become a distraction or medicate ourselves in a way to, to let go and kind of forget about all those layers that we've created, then we're not a person of peace. And so as we start this, I want us to begin to ask ourselves, what is keeping us from that peace? And I can refer you back to that, the peace index. And I think it's a great tool to continue to continually revisit for yourself so that you might be able to find where that peace, that, that lack of peace or that chaos resides. But the prayer that, that for myself is that I can begin to be that person of peace that when others are praying for it, that I may be one that can show up in their lives and bring that, that, that hopefulness, that ear that listens carefully, that truly begins to tap into not some source of, of solution-based friendship, but where I can be that friend that they can listen and be with in the midst of the chaos of their own life, knowing that if and when they they need that, that, that voice of reason, that voice of support. And I might be able to be there because I have chosen peace for myself. Now, what does a person of peace look like? Well, as I understand and have seen in my life and as I've studied this, a person of peace is, is someone that truly is someone who receives you as you are. They're not a person looking to use their social capital or that is trying to promote themselves and as, as the next answer in your life. This is a person that is not looking to you to buy something in a transactional way so that you can be in that relationship with them. And I'm not, again, I'm a part of many communities where I pay to play. I pay to be a part of this community. I pay to, to live in this community. And, and there is some sort of transaction that always occurs in every single relationship. There's no such thing as a relationship that doesn't behoove you or hurt you, which makes it a transactional, the, the very nature of relationships to be somewhat transactional. But the question is, is what does it look like to invite someone into your world when they have nothing to offer you? And when they can truly embrace you as, as someone that you are, and they're willing to give all of that, what they have to be a part of that relationship, whether it's something that you need or not, it's just that they are willing to be fully present naked, as we talked about, in front of you, 
truly, that is a person who I would call a person of peace. Now, I want to clarify, this is not the person who's willing to dump on you all the time. They're not there to be fully transparent in the way where they're sharing all of their trauma every second of every moment. This isn't a, a relationship where they are, are, are in it because you have something to give them. They are in it because they are a person that is for you. They And you are the type of person that would be for them. You see, mutual peace does not come when I have an agenda that I must sell you. In fact, that is the ultimate, <laughs> that is the ultimate faux pas of my life is that I struggle because I hate being misunderstood as I've, I've already described. I hate being misunderstood that my intentions could be impure in inviting someone to come to an event that I just recently have, have or the event that I've got coming up. I have, I can tell you that inviting people to the Peace Index Summit that's coming up next week has been a real challenge for me because of the very fact that I don't want to be misunderstood as someone who is trying to leverage the relationship for my own gain. However, I can tell you that the calling into this space of peace, this calling into this space of liberating leaders is one that I can't sit by quietly or silently without truly wanting to just give it away to you. And and there are times like this, there, there is this idea of having an event that it does cost money. And yet what people don't realize in, in this is that oftentimes what we're doing when we are really tapped into our passions is that we're willing to lose it all. And I am all in for you. I'm all in at, at the risk of my own well-being in some cases. And I'm not saying that that's healthy either. I recognize you got to put the mask on your own self before you put it on, your, on the passengers next to you. I get it. And I am doing so. However, I will tell you that it is still a real strain on me to want to bring something to you as someone who might be misunderstood. And yet I am. And I want to ask you, what are you holding back on today that, that where your person of peace, that person of peace within you, that you can contribute to others who are in dire need of who you are? What's holding you back? What are you afraid of to truly just give everything that you are away for free? This is what I'm doing now, here and now for you, trying to give you something that, that brings joy, that allows you to tap into a greater sense of peace, a greater sense of love, to a greater sense of that, the core of who you are at the foundation, that image bearer of the divine that you are, the DNA that flows through you is something that was given to you freely. Not that you could somehow have orchestrated on your own. And we have landed here at this divinely appointed time. And I call it divinely appointed because who else appointed it? What, what else? I mean, I am not going to sit here and pretend that this thing all happened by chance. I think there is something about the rhythms of who we are and the way that we walk into this world as, as image bearers where we are either truly in tune to that and therefore living in alignment with the divine self that, is, that we share or I am running away from it and I'm experiencing a great deal of chaos that may actually look like a great deal of peace. It may look like a lot of things. It may look like success. It may, it may look like being broke on the streets. Who knows what it looks like for you? But that, that resonates within, what resonates within me about this is that when I am tapped in at the core to who I really am and who I, who I was intended to be, and I live that in front of you without fear and without shame and without trying to preserve something that's going on with me, and I've done that for many, many years, 
can tell you that in that moment when I can truly let it fly, fall into the flow of who I am, then I begin to actually experience peace within myself that I can extend to others. And that peace can come and go pretty quickly. But the more that I'm aware of it, the more that I'm able to tap into it, the more that I I let myself listen closely to the heart of my greatest calling, when I have that reunion with my heart, I can tell you that you get to experience the most highly humbled and deeply passionate person who is connected to that peace within here for you. And so I want to challenge you to tap into that because finding peace is not for myself. If I'm in alignment with peace in my life, then I am in alignment with the way of the the flow of creation itself. And there I will begin to find truth at its essence. It can't be reversed. It can't be that I accept something out there first and foremost and then simply receive truth. It is that the whole thing has to be surrendered to. And I have to be willing to let go of who I think I'm supposed to be according to the world standards in order to show up clearly as that divine image bearer that resides deeply within me, that from day one spoke the let there be into this very good human, which you are also. And I, and I don't say, I'm not the one touting that I'm a very good human. I'm saying that humanity, after its creation, was pronounced upon as very good. And we have that at the core of who we are. And the impossible situation that we find ourselves in is pretending, is is being called, feeling like we've been called to something that is more perfect than the thing that created us. And what I can tell you is, is our job and my job here today is to be a light to those who believe that sort of darkness, that they are somehow supposed to be perfect. Because it is in that moment that we lose sight of that, that greater, grander image that we share in the divine self. A lot more to say about this. I look forward to being with you guys on the next day as we continue this conversation on what to look for when you're talking about a person of peace or people of peace for that matter. Look forward to seeing you guys on the flip side. Talk to you soon. For now, peace to you and I love you all. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.